One would certainly never have thought that something as simple as a beard would have such a massive impact on a story. And I refer, of course, to the drama that plays out between Yosef and his brothers, which really extends over three complete parshios. This week we have their big meeting in which they show up at the palace to buy food, and the entire story, the entire drama is predicated on the fact, as the Torah says, Vayaker Yosef es Echav, that Yosef recognizes his brothers, but they don't recognize him. How could it be that ten brothers stand in front of Yosef and no one recognizes who they're talking to? Now it's true, it's been 22 years since they've last seen him. He was 17 years old when he was thrown into a pit, and he's now a man of 39 years old. But still, ten brothers are looking at him directly in the face. No one recognizes him. Gemara was very troubled by this. And the Gemara says a fascinating answer. The Gemara says, well, when he was 17, he didn't have a beard yet. He was still just a young man. And now he's a fully grown beard as a, as a, as a 39-year-old. They didn't recognize him. It's a very unsatisfying answer. Ramban already asks this question. That's it? A beard? That's all it took to hide his, his presence, his identity from his own brother's? Nirvana explains that this is actually a very deep and penetrating insight that the sages are giving us. Nirvana explains that when Yosef stood there as the viceroy, he was waiting for his brothers. He was waiting for the day that they would show up. He knew that he had dreams that needed to be fulfilled. He knew that they were going to be running out of food and had to come. He knew that they would stand before him one day and was on the lookout every day. When are they coming? So that when they showed up, ah, those are my brothers. But the brothers, on the other hand, the last place in the world they would have ever expected to have seen, Yosef was sitting on the throne as the viceroy of all of Mitzrayim, giving out food to the entire world. Never in their wildest dreams was that even a possibility. So that when they were looking at him, never expecting to see him, all it took was a simple beard to throw them off and not be able to recognize him. This lesson is so critical in terms of how we live our lives all the time. If a person is looking for something, a person wants to see blessings, they want to see positive qualities or traits in the people around them, if you're looking for them, you'll find them. Even though they might not be so obvious, you'll always find what you're looking for. But if you're not looking for positives, if you're not looking for blessings, you're not looking for the great traits in the people around you, if you're not looking for them, as simple thing as a little beard could mask it, it'll be hidden from you. You'll say, ah, it's nothing to see here. I need to look somewhere else for it. It all depends on what it is that a person wants to find. This idea is at the core. Rabbi, Hurt, Rabbi uh, Sachs writes in a, in a totally different uh, context of the, one of the answers to the most famous questions about Hanukkah. The Beis Yosef asks already why it is that we celebrate Hanukkah for eight days. After all, he says in his famous question, they found a flask of oil that only had enough oil for one night. Okay, so the miracle happens and it lasts all eight nights. But the first night is not a miracle. They had oil. So why is it an eight-day holiday? It should only be seven days. He himself, of course, gives three very technical answers to this question as to why it was really a miracle. Maybe they only poured in, for example, an eighth of the oil each night or maybe each night, even after the oil burnt, it was still filled with oil in the, the, the cup of the menorah. Rabbi Sachs suggests there are 400, 500 answers to this question. Entire books, Svarim, have been printed with answers to this question. Rabbi Sachs suggests a very beautiful uh, philosophical answer. He says the Greeks waged a years-long war against the Jewish people, against their Torah, against fulfilling mitzvah, Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Bris Milo. They wanted to stamp out the Jewish people connections to Torah, to religion, to spirituality. And it was a very purposeful defilement 
defilement of the concept of kedusha, of holiness, of tahara, of purity, when they defiled all the oil in the base of Mikdash, it was not by chance. They didn't want there to be such a thing. And after years of such a campaign, when the Chashmonayim uh, fight back on behalf of Torah, on behalf of mitzvahs, on behalf of spiritual freedom, and they enter into the base of Mikdash, why, asks Rav Hirsch, why did they even bother to look for oil? It's not possible there could be oil. What were they thinking that they were going to find something after all of this time? It can't be. It's in the fact that they even searched, that they had faith, they had hope in a better future, that there could be always in the darkest and deepest times an ember of hope. Maybe we'll find... It was in the act of searching itself we celebrate a full eight days. If you look for that, if you look for the hope, you look for the faith, you look for the future, no matter what place a person is in, you'll find. You'll find the Torah Hashem guarantees. We'll find. And that's one of the things that we celebrate over these beautiful days of Hanukkah. Yosef's brothers were not looking for him. They couldn't find him. All it took was a beard. The Jews in the story of Hanukkah were looking, searching for that ray of purity, and they found it. And not only did they find it, Hashem gave us a miracle that it lasted all eight days. Have a wonderful Hanukkah.